0: Get ready. Today's show's going to bring you hope. Hello and welcome to the show. Do you yell at your kids? Let's be honest. I didn't ask, do you want to yell at your kids? I asked if you do yell at your kids. Many of us don't want to yell at our kids, but we do. Does this sound familiar? You have to say something four to five times, and your kids don't listen, so then you have to yell so that they finally will listen. It's their fault. If they would just listen, you wouldn't have to yell. We may repent. We may pray about it. We may talk to a trusted friend about it, but then we still do it. I will address this very important topic of yelling as a parent today uniquely. Yes, you will get tips today, but I'm going to go at this at a little bit different angle that you may have not heard before. Last week's episode was on anxiety. Anxiety has really been increasing throughout all of our lives. The title of the show was called Manage Your Anxiety, especially when it wants to limit you. And I really lead you into a time of ministry throughout most of the show. Make sure to go back and take a listen if you have not, to really be able to experience that peace that surpasses understanding. So let's pray. Come Holy Spirit. We welcome you right now in this episode. I pray that you be with the listeners wherever they are at. Prepare their heart to hear this episode. If they are a parent, I pray that you help them to see the parent that you designed them to be. And if they are not a parent, I pray, God, that you help open the eyes to the people that they are a mentor or a leader, which is similar to being a parent. They have the same roles. I pray, Lord, for your presence, to come and just be released into every single home. And I pray that you guide me as I speak, that whatever I speak is what the listener needs to hear. I pray all of this in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Do you want to know what I think is at the heart of us yelling at our kids? The true heart, like the root, buried deep inside the reason why we yell. That we don't know that we are truly loved by God. The deeply rooted reason why we yell is our lack of true belief of who we are. Not the knowledge in our head, but the experiential belief. Hear me out here. If we truly knew who we were and our identity as a child of God, do with all the inheritance of the kingdom of God, all the riches and glory that he has for us, we wouldn't yell at our children No matter what they do. Because at that point, if we really know our identity in God, we would have that full revelation of God's grace and His mercy over that child, because we would know the depth of His grace and His mercy for us. I will give you tips in this episode, they are important. However, I'm starting from the inside out. The root issue of us yelling at our kids is truly what causes us to yell. If we treat the root, we can get free, not just put on a little band-aid with some skills. I think that this is a timely podcast and much needed. I don't know how many times I have talked to other parents who admit to screaming at their kids and feeling out of control as a parent, and I'm talking about Christians. It's like when we leave church and then we yell at our spouse in the parking lot, we don't feel like enough Jesus got in us from church or we could be attending a dead church that is not truly alive. Why do we do this? We need to not see church as a place that we go to get something. We want to all have enough Jesus in us every day, all day as a norm. That's what it's like to be a normal Christian. With COVID, there are many parents who have had to deal with kids being home more often than not because of sicknesses, and schools having different periods of online learning, and then they're back to school again. It doesn't matter how much it's difficult, it is. Me doing this podcast doesn't mean I don't understand parenting during COVID. It's been hard. But when we have Jesus inside of us, and we get squeezed from stress, we want Jesus to come out. So that means patience to deal with whatever is in front of us, we are leaders we need to be on the same page with our spouse it means jesus being the center of our home not anxiety or stress if you feel like your kids don't listen to you and you feel out of control then the moods and the emotions are running the house something else is in control instead of jesus luke six forty five says a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What is in your heart? We want Jesus to be in our heart. And if not, we are to be aware to bring whatever it is that we're struggling with to him so he can transform us. Let's first take back our homes. I want us to take back our homes to Jesus. Then I'll give you some tips. We want to get at the root issues so we can fix things long term. So right now, I want you to see your household. I want you to see your children, your spouse, your finances, your job, food, laundry, sporting events, activities, everything that you are dealing with. I want you to just see it all. And now I want you to prophetically give them to Jesus. You can do this by faith with your hands, or you can just do it with your mind. There's no right or wrong way to do this, but I want you to see everything offloading from you and onto Jesus. Pause the podcast until you have rid of everything. And after you do that, I want you to now say out loud I repent for putting other things before you. I repent. For wanting to be in control. I trust you with everything. I trust you, God, with my children. And Now, if you have more than one child, I want you to name each child and see each one going to Jesus. I trust you with my spouse. I trust you with my house. I give it all to you, Lord. Now I want you to see Jesus being in your home. I want you to see him in the kitchen, in the bedrooms, in the bathrooms, the garage, the backyard, in your cars. I want you to see him at your sporting events or activities, in the laundry room. I want you to see him everywhere and in everything. See Jesus being at the center of all that you do. Nothing is secret or hidden. And take a deep breath. We thank you, Holy Spirit. 1 John 4.18 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment. And whoever fears has not been perfected in love. Let his presence fill you as you see him being in charge. His love is filling you right now and that love is filling your home. We parent from love, not fear. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. I see some of you holding back some of your behavior that you're ashamed of. That right there, I want you to give to Jesus. Because of how our parents raised us with this spirit of fear, again, they didn't intentionally do this, you feel like you have to punish yourself for the behavior you've had that has not been good. And so when I said, Jesus is in your home, Jesus is everywhere, he's there even when you yell, even when you scream, even when you have behavior that you are not proud of, he's right there. So nothing is secret as I continue this episode. If there's anything more that's in you, that is still resisting God expose it we thank you for exposing everything in us that's not from you reveal any dead branches that need to be taken away give us strength to turn it over to you I see someone who has a child who has health issues and it has been very stressful for you I want you to take some time and give those health issues to Jesus you can trust him you've been an amazing parent and you are advocating the absolute best that you can, keep it going. When you give your child and all the issues to Jesus, he's going to give you more strategies. Our children are not ours anyways. If you are struggling still with giving something up and can't, that is okay. There could be a stronghold or some other root that we aren't able to get here in this episode. I would encourage you to find a Christian counselor or pastor who does inner healing or where you're going to be able to dive in and talk more about it. We have aligned our heart and our mind with Jesus. Our home is filled with the Lord. The cross is at the center. We're pulling the weeds of our heart and allowing Jesus to access the root of who we are. Everything flows from there. If something is off from that, the Holy Spirit will now highlight that to us and teach us what we need to learn. When is yelling okay? I personally think that yelling is okay if your child is going to get hurt or hurt someone else. This is just my opinion. Here are some tips as we now learn how to keep Jesus at the center of our home and we parent our children. The first one I have is to be prepared. Know when you get triggered more and have less patience. Is it when you get less sleep? Are you making sure to eat enough or drinking enough water? Did your child maybe not have a nap and they should have? Be prepared and be ready for moments where there could be less patience by you and your kids. As you are ready, ask Holy Spirit to help you and your children in those moments. The next one is don't teach in emotional moments. When our brain is in fight or flight mode, we cannot access data or information. So if your child is having a tantrum or you are, trying to teach them or to try to talk yourself through it will only make the tantrum or argument worse. The next one which follows this is validate, validate, validate. We get elevated when we are not heard. If we feel heard, we can calm down a bit and we aren't as emotional. When in doubt, always validate and use empathy when appropriate. Here's how you validate. Let's say your child is angry and says something hurtful to you. You would say, I see that you're angry. That's okay. You get to be angry. Pause. Yes, it's not okay for them to say something hurtful to you, but remember, it's not time for teaching yet. All right, the next one. Pray out loud and even repent in front of them. I remember when my kids were really little and I could literally see myself yelling. It was not their fault, but I couldn't get my crap together. I sat down and literally prayed to God right in front of them. I was struggling and I was having a hard time right there in that moment, but I repented for yelling and I asked God to give me patience to parent the way he intended. Since then, it has dramatically increased. This is really powerful for three reasons. One, because it's praying and the power of prayer can move mountains. Two, your child gets to watch what it's like to pray in the emotional moment. And three, your child's faith may increase because they get to watch God move as you used to yell, and now it may have significantly decreased or even stopped. I've noticed that since I have done this with my kids, they love it when I pray with them. They believe that prayer works. They have faith because they've watched God move with me yelling in my home and barely as much anymore. The next one is that after things calm down, go talk to your kids about what happened. This is the teaching opportunity. Ask them what they felt and what it was like. Make sure that you apologize for yelling. Listen to them apologize if they need to, but don't make them apologize if you were the one who was yelling. Because what happens is it takes away the true heart that you had and it's kind of like saying, I'm sorry, but you did this. We don't want to do that. We really want to own it and genuinely mean when we apologize. Use empathy with them and say, I hear you. I don't like it when we fight either. I love you. What can we do different next time? Proverbs 22.6 says, Train up a child the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Talk through it with them as they are calm and you are calm. Look them in the eye. Give them a hug. Then do discipline them if you need to. Some of you are thinking that your children should never disrespect you even if you yell. Here's what I have to say about that. If you continue to yell anytime that your children don't listen or struggle with their behavior, you are not teaching them to be calm during difficult situations. You're teaching them to yell and to not listen. So they're learning from a root of disrespect from you. For your kids to truly learn respect, you first have to respect yourself. That's Jesus loved me. This I know for the Bible tells me so. And I know that I know that I know that Jesus loves me. And from that place, you then teach your kids to have self-respect themselves. Then you teach your kids to respect others. Make sure that you follow through with things that you say that you will do. If you say one thing and do another, kids really, really struggle to respect those parents. So the next one, get at the root of a current behavior. This root is different from the identity of Jesus loves me that I was talking about before. I'm talking about behavior issues here. If a pattern continues to keep happening, find out the root issue. Maybe your child is really struggling with something at school or a sport or activity. Maybe they have something that they're struggling with, but they don't know how to talk about it and it's coming out sideways. Maybe they might have a hearing issue. How often are they watching screens? Maybe you keep yelling because you don't feel connected with your spouse. Okay, go on a date night. Take some time to talk to your spouse about how their day was. Get connected with them because that's what you need. Speak out loud, this is what I need. Okay, so find out the root behind the behavior. The next one is get educated about children. Sometimes kids don't listen because they're figuring life out. It doesn't make it okay, but they're working out who they are and they're figuring out things that they can get away with and things that they can't. We need to teach them. So it's really good for us to get educated about developmental levels of progress. What's normal, what's not. Maybe your kid struggles with sensory issues and really needs to know things ahead of time and have more and more structure than other kids. Know your child. If you are all over the place, your kids are going to have a hard time knowing what to listen to and what not to. So here's some really good parenting choices that help create a home where your kids will want to listen. Spend one-on-one time with them. Look them in the eye give them choices, have consistency and structure, have a routine and follow it, give physical affection and touch regularly. When things go well, reward them, make it a big deal. Model healthy communication with your spouse in front of your child. Even if you do have a fight, say, I'm sorry, right in front of the children so they can see how you actually can make up and work through your issues within reasons and developmentally appropriate. And so the last tip that I would share, pray on a regular basis ahead of time. Stormy Ormiton has a very good book called The Power of a Praying Parent. It guides you through a prayer day that targets all the specific areas about our children, like behavior, character, us as parents, and a lot more. The authority that we have as parents is incredible, and we don't access this power God intends for us like we should. I pray that this episode lights a fire in you to see the true power and authority that you have as a parent. Don't settle for behavior that you see with your eyes. Go after the gold that God intends for you. Kids get confused when things aren't consistent so they don't make sense. They're smarter than we think they are. I would say 90% of the time when we yell, it's our own stuff, even higher than that. It is never our children's fault. Remember that at the beginning of the episode, I said, it's because of the root issues that we don't know who we truly are in God. That is not our kids' fault. They shouldn't have to get the brunt of our identity issues we need to get connected with God every day. You were made to be your kid's parent. God created you for that role. You were made for a purpose, and this is one of the most important purposes that you had. You were designed to be a patient parent. You were designed to hear their needs, your needs, and your spouse's needs. When we listen to the world, we start to get jaded to some of the kingdom principles We start to get loose on parenting choices like it's no big deal when they spend hours on a tablet because at least we can get our mommy or daddy time and feel sane. But then the next day you do the same thing. Five months later, your child is really struggling with their emotions because they aren't learning how to use them because they're on a tablet instead of engaging and learning from you. We need to put in the effort. Children can become good listeners. They can learn skills to deal with their emotions. As parents, we are investing in creating responsible and confident adults. We aren't just trying to get by and survive the day. Not you. Not anymore. God's present is over, taking you right now. Jesus is at the center of your home. Any problems or issues that have came up for you listening to this episode are being highlighted to you for the Lord to minister to you. You are not alone in this. If any of you are still noticing triggers or even thoughts like, my dad was a jerk, I can't stand my mom, please talk to someone. I want you to see yourself the way that Jesus does. See yourself as a parent the way that Jesus sees. Come Holy Spirit, illuminate the listener's heart to see those moments of parenting that you guided them. See those moments, see your children's eyes light up as you come into the room, as you help them when they are sick, as you give them dinner every day, as you help them with their homework. You are an amazing parent. You are the only parent for your child. You are patient, you are wise, you are a good teacher. You are full of heaven. Every fruit of the Spirit is growing in you day by day. Galatians 5, through 23 says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Every one of these fruits is currently growing. Holy Spirit, water them right now. Water these fruits as a listener parents their children. More patience. Give them wisdom when big emotions show up. Get to the root of their heart and show them how you are guiding them to parent because you are our parent. God is our mother, our father. Holy Spirit, Jesus, and Father God represent different parts of the Godhead. Allow God to parent you. See yourself with Father God in the throne room. He's asking you now to come sit with him. He's saying, I love you, my child. I love you. You are enough just as you are. Thank you for loving my children. You are such an amazing parent. You are such a great teacher. I see those little moments where no one else does. I see your heart to be more patient and to not yell and feel more in control because of me. I will help you first you need to sit with me and be a little kid yourself matthew 18:3, jesus said unless you turn and become like children you will never enter the kingdom of heaven allow yourself to be a little child come to me every day and get refreshed i will awaken you to my holy spirit so you will feel strong and be able to parent with love and patience you will wonder where it came from but it came from me With me, my child, I have unlimited amounts of love to give. Open your heart to receive it. I am sorry if you didn't experience loving parents growing up. They did the best they could with what they had. Please forgive them. Allow me to show you a new way to love. I love you with an everlasting love. You are so special to me. You have a purpose and a destiny, and I plan to make sure that happens. I am going to battle for you and will win. It's already done. I take care of my children. I will take care of your children. Just allow yourself to be loved by Father God right now. Allow yourself to be a kid. Remember that Jesus is in the center of your home. As you are in this place, see yourself yelling and that God loves you in that moment and is patient with you. See your own child misbehaving and not listening and see yourself being patient with your child. You now will have less and less of an urge to yell. You have more love to give. God, I pray right now for an explosion of love for the listeners as they are patient with their children and their teens. I pray for the eyes to see and ears to hear only what you say and do. I thank you for the fruits of the Spirit growing in their life and that God is covering them with protection and wisdom. I thank you for your presence today, Holy Spirit. We thank you for your glory in our homes. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at Heidi Mortenson. LMFT.com. See you at our next episode.